In a homily he gave on the Feast of the Ascension back in 2007, Father Renero Cantalamesa, the preacher of the papal household, made a very important distinction. The distinction was between a disappearance and a departure. Listen to his words. If we do not want the ascension to be a sad farewell, but rather a true feast, then we must understand the radical difference between a disappearance and a departure. With the ascension, Jesus has not departed. He has not become absent. He has only disappeared from our sight. Those who leave are no longer here. Those who only go out of our sight, however, can still be near us. It is only that something prevents our seeing them. Jesus does disappear from the Apostles' sight at the Ascension, but he does so to be present in another, more intimate way. That's a great insight, and it means something. It means that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, can still make himself present in a visible way in this world. We know, of course, that he's present in a hidden way here at Mass, in the Eucharist, under the appearances of bread and wine, and in the proclaimed word. We know he's present in a similar way in the other sacraments. But there's another presence of Jesus Christ that actually makes him visible to those who have the eyes of faith. I'm talking here about his presence in his disciples and his presence in the acts of charity and self-sacrifice performed by those disciples and even sometimes by non-believers. I'll give you two very timely examples of what I mean here. Roughly 24 hours after the terrorist attack in Boston on Patriot's Day, a very distraught man from the area sent me an email. And in that email, he wrote the following words. He said, Father Ray, it is becoming harder and harder to believe that there really is a God. Where was he yesterday when these people, young kids that never even got the chance to experience life, had their lives completely destroyed or devastated? Where was he? Answer me, Father Ray, where was he? A few days later, on Thursday night of that week to be exact, I shared those words with the teenagers who were present at youth group that evening. Some of them are here at this Mass right now. And I asked them, how they would respond to that man's question. Well, one of them raised his hand and said, Father Ray, God was there. He was there in the people who helped. He was there in the people who went in to help the injured and those who were dying. That teenager, I would say, was absolutely correct. 
I know that I was moved, and I'm sure many of you were as well, as I watched the news footage of the medical and rescue personnel and the ordinary citizens who rushed into the area where the bombs had just exploded. How did they know that there weren't more bombs that were about to go off? The answer is, they didn't know that all the bombs had exploded. They didn't know the area was safe. They didn't know for sure that they themselves wouldn't be killed or seriously injured like the others were. But they went in anyway. Whether these men and women were conscious of it or not, it was the grace of Almighty God that moved them to perform those acts of charity and compassion for their brothers and sisters. In a very real way, they made Jesus Christ visibly present in what they did for their brothers and sisters in the human family, their brothers and sisters who were hurting and in some cases near death. The second example I'll share with you this evening occurred a few days before the marathon bombing. It happened on April 11th, to be exact. On that day, our president, President Obama, awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor, our nation's highest military honor, to a Catholic priest, Father Emil Capon, that's spelled K-A-P-A-U-N, an extraordinary man, an army chaplain who died in a prisoner of war camp in North Korea in 1951 during the Korean War. Many of the men who served with Father Capon had been calling for him to receive this award for about 60 years. Listen now to some of what our president said at the ceremony. The Chinese forces entered the war with a massive surprise attack, perhaps 20,000 soldiers pouring down on a few thousand Americans. In the chaos, Dodging bullets and explosions, Father Capon raced between foxholes, out past the front lines, and into no man's land, dragging the wounded to safety. When his commanders ordered an evacuation, he chose to stay, gathering the injured, tending to their wounds. When the enemy broke through and the combat was hand-to-hand, -hand, he carried on comforting the injured and the dying, offering some measure of peace as they left this earth. When enemy forces bore down, it seemed like the end, that these wounded Americans, more than a dozen of them, would be gunned down. But Father Capon spotted a wounded Chinese officer. He pleaded with this Chinese officer and convinced him to call out to his fellow Chinese. The shooting stopped and they negotiated a safe surrender, saving those American lives. Then, as Father, Father Capon was being led away, he saw another American, wounded, unable to walk, laying in a ditch, defenseless. An enemy soldier was standing over him, rifle aimed at his head, ready to shoot. And Father Capon marched over, and pushed the enemy soldier aside. And then, as the soldier watched, stunned, 
Father Capon carried that wounded American away. The man he saved, by the way, is now in his 80s, and he was there at the ceremony the other day. And he said, to this day, he cannot believe that that Chinese soldier didn't shoot him and Father Capon. He said, the only explanation I have for it, God was there. The president continued, this is the valor we honor today. An American soldier who didn't fire a gun, but who wielded the mightiest weapon of all, a love for his brothers so pure that he was willing to die so that they might live. My brothers and sisters, the soldiers who served with Father Capon in Korea would find it very easy to understand the point of this evening's homily that Jesus Christ, although he has disappeared through his ascension, has not departed from the earth. They know that. They know that to be true because they actually experienced the presence of our Savior in a powerful way through the words and even more importantly through the deeds of this very holy priest. Let's pray at this Mass that the people with whom we share our lives will also experience the presence of the risen and ascended Jesus through us.